Welcome to Get My Husband Off My Podcast, episode 28. Happy or, or 29. It's 28. Whoever counting, because I'm not. Anyway, hope everybody had a pretty productive week, pretty good week. Week and a half, it's been a little bit, about two weeks. Uh, we post every week, so it just don't matter the day it don't matter, you know, we, just, we post every week, y'all know that, we ain't got to tell you that, anyway, um, week's been up and down, so to speak, as everybody has, you know, those ups and those down times, we've had some good things happen, we've also had to question our relationship, our relationships with a lot of people, um, not like extremely close to us, but enough to matter and enough to affect because you never want anybody that doesn't really fit with you inside of your inside of your inner circle or you know your friends or whatever whatever they don't fit with you you can't be productive in in that relationship because you're always going to be questioning whether or not you should have that person in your life if they're always negative or if they're always if they're always negative on themselves, that can also bring you down. When no matter what you say, whether it be, you know, oh man, I'm happy I got extra five dollars to put in my gas tank, and they always say, well, I ain't got no money for my gas, or I ain't got this, or I ain't got that, you know. So I mean, it's good to really sit back and just let people be people. Instead of trying to mold them to fit whatever you you feel they should fit. Because that's when disappointments happen and that's when people get let down in relationships. Because we always think that they're supposed to be in our lives for our advantage. I believe people are placed into our lives for the advantage of both. And not just one-sided things. So, go into it. Uh, I went to a wedding today. Wedding was beautiful. Edward and Robin Sink. I'm sorry, Edward and Robin Thurman. Congratulations once again. I love you both. Congratulations, you guys. Nothing but happiness for you and your union. You know, even though some things happened uh, yesterday, that's all forgotten about. And may you guys continue to be blessed and move upon in your life together. And that got me to thinking. It was a big wedding. A lot of people. Um, big, you know, day. They had a wedding reception, you know, which is going on now still that I didn't attend because I had some things pop up with the family that, that we had to take care of. Other than that, I would have been there. My wife would have been there, but she, she wasn't because of things that we're going to address later in the podcast. But right now, we're going to talk about does the size of the wedding matter? I say no because it doesn't matter what the two people that are standing in front of standing in front of the reverend or the pastor or who or whoever is 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 reading you your vows. You know, you know. Reading the vows and everything like that. Blessing the union and everything. So whoever's doing that. 
I feel it just matters as long as you're under God, the person that you're going with, that you're forming your union with, that you marry. I just think big weddings are basically for the show. But I may be wrong. You know, my wife's gonna give her opinion about it because me and my wife got married at the courthouse, like a lot of people do. And a lot of people say that's oh, that's just an assembly line wedding. A lot of people feel that if you get married in the courthouse, you're not really in love. I wholeheartedly disagree with that one. A lot of people feel that if you get married in the courthouse, you don't really know that person. Lord, I basically just said the same thing twice. But anyway, a lot of people feel to get married at the courthouse. You don't know that person. You're not in love. You didn't take the time out to get to dig deep in a relationship. But me and my wife were together for seven years. Seven years. You can yes, talk. You know that, seven right? years. I'm sorry. I'm dealing with this my hand. There you go. All right. We were together for seven years. And... We, it wasn't, it wasn't all good. It wasn't all good for those seven years. It wasn't all good. And not to say that the relationship was bad. We just had. Some, we was young. We was young and we had things happen. We lost a child. Lost a child on my birthday. And yeah. not to say that I feel it more than my wife does because she feels it way more than I do. Because the baby was born, you know, stillborn and how they do that I still do not this is just my opinion people but I don't I just don't agree with that that process we're going off subject but I do not agree with that process of how what process you have a child and they go about as this child is still living Address I don't think all hospitals do that I think that hospital just did it because it's a it was a Catholic hospital or they're really religious Oh, I got you. Other than other everybody else, just I don't know. I've never, I never so, really asked. But never anyway, really thought to ask. Like I was saying, I just don't agree with that process. I feel that's too emotional for the families involved, especially for the mother of that child, of that potential child, and that's pretty much why it stuck with me for so long, because. It's pretty much why it stuck with me for so long because not just because it when it happened, but because I didn't I didn't I didn't understand why they had to dress the baby up and you know, cause the emotion cause the emotion for for my wife. Then girlfriend, you know, not wife. Yeah, but like but see, I didn't know about none of that then. Like they never gave me like, remember, I didn't get that stuff until recently. Granny just told me about that little stuff. They gave all of that stuff to Mama and Granny. Because I was, what, 17? And I was already emotional. So I guess they just gave it to them to keep it. And we to thought, give it to me at a good time. We thought it was a boy. We thought it was a boy because we never asked. We never questioned. We never knew about the box of things pillow blanket little sheet explaining what happened and what time and things of that nature we always thought it was a boy we even named our we even gave our oldest son the the potential name we were going to give that child 
Turns out it was a little girl. We didn't find that out until, I want to say, 11, 12 years later. No, that's not no, true. we just we found, found out. We just found out what last year, so that would be 16, 16 years. years. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That would be 16 years that we thought we had a, a you know, thought we were having a boy and didn't find out. Not to say that it made it any, any, any worse. It didn't. It didn't make it any worse. We still always find ourselves wondering what it would be like if that child were to go full term and be here with us right now. So, but anyways, that's going off subject. Like I said, I don't agree with that process. I can't say I don't agree with because like my wife, you know, stated, it's a religious purpose. And I understand that. I just, the, the emotion for the mother that's sitting there and just had this baby that's, that that passed on and now you wrapping it up, giving it to me, having me name it and hold it and take a picture with it. I do not agree with that because they, it sort of puts, I feel it sort of lets the mother or the father like gives them blame a little bit like this is your fault. You know, I don't, I don't feel the need to, to like dress the baby up, take a picture with the baby and you know, act like the baby is here but but I understand it's the same as a funeral like I said I understand it's the same as a funeral but it just it's just like right there it's so fast it happens so fast they find out the baby didn't make it or they knew the baby didn't make it beforehand and then they go through the birth process and then they wrap the baby up clean the baby up clothe hold and but I never held her that's what I'm saying I never did any of that but I've seen posts you oh yeah, I've seen posts where people do. Yeah. But from what I remember, I had her, and then I just pretty much blanked or passed out. Not saying it was a bad thing, or not saying it was a medical reason that I passed out, but I was just out. Like I don't, I don't even remember my mom or my grandmother leaving the hospital. So then I woke up couple hours later and like all the baby stuff was cleared out of the room so I never knew that they dressed her and took pictures with her and all of that stuff like I said until last year when my grandmother gave me the stuff so on that note I feel like it's it's a good and a bad thing because you know now we have something but like you said it's also like a little bad reminder of what we went through I think I was 18 weeks, 17 or 18 weeks. So I was pretty far along when I had it. But we get our subject again. All right. <laughs> I, like, I, like I stated about how I me and my wife got married, I wanted, to, I still, and, and then wanted to have a big wedding. Because I thought it was right. But now, years later, after being married for 11 years, and being together for almost 20. We don't get excited over the things that couples get excited for nowadays. Not everything has to be a spectacle. Not everything has to be grand. And okay, all. well, that don't, that's not saying that all big weddings are No, no, I'm getting grand. to that. I'm just going off us. This is just This is just my, you know, my feelings about how we feel about stuff. We don't, we don't go off on the. Wait a minute! It's like <laughs> a huge bug 
in the house and my wife is about to freak out. Y'all heard her half freak out. Now she's looking around the room now. Shut it's up. Just Finish a, talking. It's, it's just a month. That's but all it is. But you don't like bugs. But she is about to freak out, literally. Anyway, anyway. We're not huge on... And don't get me wrong. For the first like year of our relationship, we did the anniversary stuff. Valentine's but Day. After that, we stopped. Like, <laughs> and I mean everything. Not not to say that we don't do anything for each other, but we stopped everything. Yeah, but it's like we don't need a day to do special stuff. True, for each true. Other. It's not like I go off and spend five, six hundred dollars on Valentine's Day. Because well, if you do, like I might wife, kill you. It's not like my wife goes off, goes crazy on Father's Day. No. We look at look at our our life together as as a gift that you get to open every day. And I mean, it's the little things that matter. And if you continue to do the little things, you pretty much feel like big stuff, nah. You know, it don't really surprise you. But if you stop doing those little things, that's when the problems start to pop up. But the big extravagant stuff, we look at the big extravagant stuff like you did something wrong and you're not telling me. Like, why did you buy me that? Or why did you do that? That's not who we are. We're not those people, you know. I don't, I don't need big stuff for, for me to know that you love me and stuff like that. So, we're not those people. But a lot of the couples that we know, they are. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. But like I said, I don't know if there's statistics on big weddings and you know smaller weddings. Like which ones last the longest? I really don't think it is or it should be, because it, as long as you get married under the eyes of God and under the rules, you there you go, you're fine, and you can do whatever you, whatever you see fit with your marriage, as long as it's under God. I'm not gonna sit there and say that I've done everything under God in my marriage because I haven't. There's a lot that I that there's a lot that I gotta clean up. I'm not gonna sit there and say that I'm perfect. I'm not gonna sit there and preach to nobody because I'm not perfect. But it's just goes to say that the more money that you spend, does that mean you get like extra love? <laughs> I don't think so. What do you mean extra love? You know what I mean though. I don't I, I don't believe you get anything extra if you go all out on your wedding day or anniversary or birthday or Valentine's Day or any day. I don't feel that validates anything. What validates is showing up and making sure you do things every day to make sure that woman knows that I'm I'm happy we together. I'm glad I chose you. I mean, but having a big wedding doesn't necessarily mean that the, those people don't never, do that too. I never said that. With me... I mean, I was cool if we had a big wedding, but I didn't really want to because we were still young. True. We had two kids, and I felt like it was, at the time, 
unnecessary expense. Now, granted, we had a big party afterwards. Right. Yeah, we, we we had a big party after. It was some some people at the party. Right. So, we had. We yeah, got, like, wasn't like we, we just got married at the courthouse. Yeah, it wasn't like Friday, we just got married at the courthouse. And Saturday, we had a big old party. Yeah, it's not like we just got married and just throw a will. No, we <laughs> had a huge party. And every year, we still try to do something special because it's our son's birthday. It's right. our wedding anniversary. And then it's Mother's Day right after that. So, we still try to do something special. So, don't get us wrong. Don't sit up and say that. Oh, y'all just being cheap we're not being cheap no we're, but at the time we was being smart yeah and we just it just stuck with us ever since then right. i mean granted we still plan things and try to do things but you know we're not we're not where we where we want to be financially right now but that's you know another story but as everybody else out there as everybody else is out there you you know you got goals and stuff like that you try to reach them you know, it just takes some people a little bit longer. There's nothing wrong with with that. It's just that it's not your time right now. And we feel that it will be our time soon enough. We keep the faith and everything and do the right things that we're trying to do. As we're going to get into later in the podcast, the things that we're trying to do within ourselves. Not to make us look any better than anybody else, but just to try to do our part. So... Uh, I want to open it up to a new segment that we have on this podcast called Don't Take It Personal, where With my me. wife is going to read our various ads <laughs> from, you know, Craigslist and stuff like that or whatever, whatever. So here we go. So I'm going to, like you said, I'm going to read these ads and he's going to respond. First one. It says, you farted in Trader Joe's. You were the tall brunette with the near-perfect body that farted in the bread section last night. I was the tall guy who asked you, was that you? You quickly replied, no, it wasn't me. You almost seemed insulted that I asked you that. Sorry, y'all, I couldn't see. As the stink grew, you continued to deny your flatulence. But it was evident that it, it was you. I tried to get rid of the scent by waving two ciabatta bread around in the aisle. But you stormed off in an angry manner. You are beautiful. And even though you're a liar and fart like a Clydesdale, let's meet up sometimes. So, you got nothing to say to that? No, I want you to respond to this one first. I mean... I got a funny Craigslist story. No, you have to respond to so my Craigslist. I'm going to let you read the second one first. Go with the second one before I do. Go ahead. Fine. The second one is fancy getting a bit blue. Come to my place and let me paint, paint you blue like a Smurf and throw marshmallows at you. Smurfers like me are so hard to find. This is my last resort. I have the paint if you have the time. I can reciprocate if you want. Nothing weird, just normal Smurf play. And the marshmallows, of course. Possibly na naughty Smurf role play. You know, good Smurf, bad Smurf. Papa Smurf in a compromising position. Genuine replies only. No Smurf haters or any other freaks like that. Let's just have a Smurfingly good Smurf Smurf. First of all, it's a lot of 
special people on this planet. <laughs> to the first one, to the first guy. That was to the point, and he didn't want to mix in any words or something like that, or make it seem like he was talking about anybody else. Now, see, everybody has been around somebody that that is farted, whether they was attractive or not, and you always turn around and look at that person. You gave that person a look, like I know you did it. <laughs> I rented a tuxedo. Farted in it earlier. <laughs> I was around a whole lot of people and I act like I didn't do anything at all. That's just me. So, I mean, I really do hope she responds and sort of clears up what she had to eat. So, if they do get a relationship, it's not brought up again that, yo, she's just not, you know, because I myself. I have diverticulitis. Not to get all into that. That's just, I have bad intestines, basically, and it just happens. I shoot them out all the time, and I ain't even apologetic about it because I know what's wrong with me, and I don't need to tell nobody else what's wrong with me. I don't need to sit here and explain to other people, yeah, I got a, you know, bad intestines and stuff like that. It just happens. And yes, it does smell because I have a tiny spot in my intestines that's a bit rotted. That I'm, you know, doctor told me just, you know, eat better, clear it right up. No surgery is needed, hopefully. Anyways, it's another pod subject on the podcast. I'm just explaining how what happened to me on the occasion that it happens with me. I could be at work. I could be at home. I could be in the bed. I could be jogging. I could be playing Madden. I could be doing anything. It just happened. I'm like, all right. It's just as normal as breathing for me because of what I have. I don't feel the need to tell everybody. So I do hope homie finds her. And they have a wonderful relationship because they got a story to tell their grandkids of how they met. To the second one. <laughs> What's that face? To the second one. She was cool. She was cool with the whole I just want to paint you blue thing until she brought the marshmallows in it. I can't say she. I don't know if it was a woman or not. But that person. That person was cool until they brought the marshmallows up in it. I mean, if you want to paint me blue, paint me blue. Go on right ahead and do that. Get your issue off. But you're not getting ready to just, as you're painting me blue, just pelt me with, with marshmallows. Especially... If they the big ones, because that means you trying to hit me, like hit me, hit me. I see if you just throwing the little ones we throw in the hot chocolate at me. But if you throwing them real thick, six ounce marshmallows at me, dog, it's something wrong with you. You just sitting there tossing marshmallows in my face. Like, really, you make a sound. Like, I'm going to pop you with a marshmallow. There's something wrong with you at that point. If you just tossing them small ones at me, oh yeah, that's, you know, to you, that's cute and playful. But if you hitting the perfect with them, what them things called? Jet puff? Yeah, them jet puff marshmallows you tossing at me. There's something wrong with you, homie. I ain't never seen Papa Smurf and them do that. And I used to watch Smurfs all the time. I used to watch Smurfs religiously. But anyway, I ain't never seen Papa Smurf and them get down like that. Not to say that they never did, but <laughs> I ain't never seen it. So, 
you were a little strange when you brought the marshmallows in. That probably was a deal breaker for most people because you can't explain why you need the marshmallows. I just thought it would be a great addition. No, it won't. Why do you need the marshmallows? And they can explain why they want to paint you blue because they're a fan of the Smurfs. I understand that. I love Voltron, He-Man, and the uh, cartoon show Cops that came out back in the 80s. And if somebody want to dress up like Voltron and He-Man, go on right ahead. But if you feel the need to get dressed up as He-Man throw gummy birds at somebody, then that's a little weird. Or if you feel the need to get dressed up in one of the one of the mighty lions and stuff like that, and just start smearing pudding all over a person, that's a little strange to me. So, so it's okay to dress up. It's okay to paint food. a to paint a person blue. Decide to go out there and cosplay as He Man or or Voltron or the Ninja Turtles or something like that. But when you start adding things that weren't in the original script of that show or whatever it is you're talking about, homie, there's something wrong with you. You need to be checked out. It is something clearly wrong with that person just sitting around with a bunch of marshmallows and blue paint talking about nothing sexual is going on. <laughs> Obviously it is. Something that, sexual is going on. It said a little naughtiness. Right. Naughtiness meant marshmallows. But how are they going to get naughty in, with marshmallows? Naughtiness and, meant and marshmallows. You never know and I pray to God you never find out how they're going to get oh, naughty no. with marshmallows and paint. Okay. Anyway. On to the next thing. Um, new music I'm listening to right now. First of all, I really want to shine a light on a, on a friend of mine. I'm going to actually shine a light on a couple of friends of mine. Because a good friend of mine, Freddie D'Angelo, my little brother, I love you, boy. He just had his second annual show down at the Old Rock House in St. Louis, Missouri. Very proud of him. Very, very proud of him. And I hope it's an annual thing. I really hope I make the next one because I missed the first two because of work. And well, the first one, it was a child's birthday. One of my kids' birthday. And the second one, I missed it last week because of work. But you continue to shine you continue to do everything you're doing because it's genuine and it's from the heart wish you nothing but success one of these days we're gonna collab like we always been trying to but get too busy but keep doing what you're doing another person friend of mine oh my gosh wait a minute guys something in my eye Anyways, <laughs> anyways, good friend of mine goes by the name of C. Land. He has a mixtape dropping called Mother. October 30th, y'all be on the lookout for that. And as soon as I get clearance to play music from these artists that I know, I'm going to do it. But <laughs> me and my wife don't have clearance for this podcast to play music. But anyways, I'm just putting a shine on the spotlight on some local artists in St. Louis that will make national noise. You heard it her first, or you probably heard it her third, because I'm pretty sure they got a following. They got people that's behind them that's going to make sure they make it to the top and beyond. But Freddie D'Angelo, C. Lane, Chris Lane, 
with y'all. And what I'm listening to right now, well, who I'm listening to right now, is, I want to get the name right. So, a lot of you guys heard the song, I'm Dope, because it's been circling around social media. It was on a segment on ESPN with uh, LeBron James thing doing it for his uh, I Promise School. And that artist's name is Tobe Nuigwe. Nuigwe, I hope I'm pronouncing the last name, you know, right. I hope I'm pronouncing this last name right. Nuigwe. If you don't know him, check him out on Instagram because he posts a lot of his little snippets, things like that. Tobe Nuigwe. T-O-B-N-W-I-G-W-E. That's all together as well. Um, he had the song called I'm Dope where he uh, mentions Erica Badu and he also mentions Dave Chappelle just basically shouting them out when they when they shouted them out and he made a song about it. Beautiful song. Beautiful song. I actually have a... I actually bought an album of his called The Originals. Very nice. I hate I'm late to the party though like I posted on Instagram a few days ago. I hate I'm late to the party but it's better late than never to be honest with you and his music is original that's like the, album, the title of the album and I can hear an influence from a lot of different artists but he has his own unique sound and style and delivery and even look everything about this man positive to me his music is positive it's uplifting Wish him nothing but nothing but the best. Just like I bigged up my brothers who will have that success because that right there is how you get it with belief and faith. Belief and faith in God, belief and faith in yourself. Everything will work out, may not work out when you want it. You may be a day away. You may feel like you're a day away from giving up, but God is telling you you're a day away from that breakthrough. You never know if that day is tomorrow, next week, next year. All you have to do is keep going. Freddie D'Angelo, Chris Land, everybody else out there that's out there doing something with the talent that they have or with the dream that they have. Like another friend of mine. Got to mention him if I'm mentioning good friend of mine, Anthony Patton, also known around. Tony Sweet Heat Peppers. I remember when he had the dream to <clears throat> I remember when he had the dream to bottle his bottle his product, bottle his peppers. I was sitting there talking to him at work and you know, he was saying I got these peppers that I make and he let me try some and myself along with a lot of other people told him to bottle it. See what'll happen. And he did it. Followed that dream, and now a couple of years later, this Bloody Mary mix is all over the Midwest and moving basically nationwide, as is his peppers. And he's turned that into a very, very good business for himself. Where's Tony Patton? Big Tony, big man, nothing but the best. Love him, love him as well. Great friend of mine. Great friend of mine. Wish him nothing but the best as well. Goes to show. All you have to have is faith and belief in yourself. 
All you have to have is faith and belief in yourself and everything else will follow. Everything else will work out with just that. Simple, that, faith, belief, and your own hard work and determination, and it'll all work out. I believe. Like I said, we're not where we want to be with this podcast as individuals, as parents, as a married couple, but we're taking the steps towards it, working towards it. We're getting better. We're getting better at everything. So, just to say everything is working in our favor and all it took for us to realize how we needed to get there so sorry I get long winded y'all know that through the previous 20 whatever episodes but that just goes to show how passionate I am for other people to succeed those three people I mentioned and there's plenty of other people out there that I've counseled I mean, I don't have any any degrees on my wall or anything else like that. All I have is a belief in people and a belief in positivity because positivity is contagious. Why do you need a degree to help people? You don't need a, a degree to help people. You need the degree for... For what? Basically, them to believe what I guess not. Exactly. Because I've helped a lot of people and it actually turned into very lucrative ventures for them I don't ask for anything in return I just want them to be successful and to continue to follow your dream and I can't say that without mentioning another friend of mine as well you got a lot of friends I mean I could keep talking but I'm gonna this is, I, I, I can't believe I haven't I haven't mentioned him. Good friend of mine I met a few years ago, Anthony Larkin. He has a show, and I do believe his show is tonight, bodybuilding show. And to get for that, to get to that show, he had to, he had to lose. I believe Anthony weighed 240 pounds, and he had the goal in his mind. He wanted to get down to a stage weight and I believe that stage weight was 160 160 plus could have been 160 plus 170 so um what kind of show is it he uh, just a bodybuilding show not a real bodybuilding show but just in board shorts basically a physique competition but I believe he lost close to 100 pounds yes he lost close to 100 pounds dedication when I when I used to work with him it was always chicken and rice or some form of that and he would be so happy to just get something different because I would sample different things he would be so happy to get something different and whether it be anything different other than chicken and rice and he would be so happy to get a donut every now and again or a a piece of pizza he was just that dedicated and I commend him for it and I'm actually about to text him right now to see how the show went open went well so, like I said, I hate getting long-winded, but it's always positive and I always mean with. He don't hate getting long-winded, y'all. He likes talking a lot. But it's all good. It's all from the heart. So, that's what we do. Um, What am I up to? Like we all know, I'm still writing. I haven't been writing a lot lately because there's been a lot going on. 
but as soon as that lot going on calms down I'm jumping right back into it um what else I'm reading well not reading I'm listening to the cartel series by Ashley and Jaquavis yeah I started it late I know it's been out for a couple years but I'm up to three now I don't really have no friends to shout out for things that they doing that I haven't already shouted out before but I'm shouting myself out because I'm still on my journey of trying to lose weight and trying to make myself better for myself and my family I'm still dedicated to finishing this book because if anybody knows me I would have given up by now which is something that I used to do a lot I'm so so glad that I'm finally overcoming it and actually sticking with it and finishing determined to finish something that I started so y'all be on the lookout for that um what else got kids coming up going to school soon yeah I got a birthday coming up I'm getting old y'all I'm gonna be 34 for the rest of my life <laughs> I don't know we ain't got nothing else really going on you wanna talk about the little well we do have other ventures in the work I'm still determined on getting this YouTube channel off the ground but financials and a lot going on again it's always a lot going on when is there ever not a lot going on in somebody's life we just gotta keep pushing and keep working at it which we gonna do what was the fist for Oh, um, you just threw up the black power fist. But, like I said, we're just going to keep pushing at it, keep working at it. I'm going to keep working that on it. That was nowhere book. near what I threw up, y'all. But You did do like this. No, I didn't. Well, that's how it looked at the periphery. My peripher shut up. I can't stop. say that word. Yeah, just stop. Cut it out. Anyway. Cut it out while you're here. Why are you always talking about me? You got I'm words that you can't say either. You. Anyway, what else? What was I talking about? Oh, this is the part where I just start rambling, y'all. So that means it's time for her bedtime. It's my bedtime. <laughs> y'all be easy. We love you. Love y'all.